Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. Turn my music high, 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 yeah. Water. Single. Sure I do. I'm from the streets where the hood swallow on me. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you could run the slalom. The cops comb this shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing, chrome meets chrome. The coke prices up and down like it's Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brome. One slip, you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are. Welcome to cell. But when the shells come, you better return them. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch the cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for damn. This ain't a sewn outfit, Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. But playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones. I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping Def Jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. I swear you're wrong. I came into this motherfucker 100 grand strong. Nine to be exact from grinding cheap packs. Put this shit in motion, ain't no rewinding me back. Could make 40 off a brick, but one rhyme could beat that. And if somebody would have told him that hoe would sell clothing, not in this lifetime. Wasn't in my right mind. That's another difference that's between me and them. <laughs> I smarten up, open the market up. One million, two million, three million, four. In 18 months, 80 million more. Now add that number up with the one I said before. You are now looking at one smart black boy. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. I triple my worth, motherfucker. I will not lose. Put something on it. I sell ice in the winter. I sell fire in hell. I am a hustler, baby. I sell water to a well. I was born to get cake. Move on and switch states. Cap the coop with the roof gone and switch plates. Was born to dictate. Never follow orders, dick face. Get your shit straight. Fuck all this is Big J. Ah. <laughs> Will not lose ever. Fuck up. Single Simulcast episode 287. Fat Man Wild is in the building. I'm in the building. Shantae's not here, but that's not her fault. That is completely my fault. We tried to record something last night, and my internet is a piece of garbage. So um, 
every time that I tried to talk, I sounded like I was telling them the Transformer rollout. Um, I sounded like I was asking Mr. Jetson about his day. Um, I'm pretty confident that Rosie was the only black person in the Jetsons and she was a robot. Um, I sounded pretty bad. So, uh, after trying to get that cracking like four times, I was just like, you know what, let's fold it up and call it a night. But due to the fact that we got folks out there who need the music, they need the voice, um, the voice, <laughs> they need to hear a word. Um, we're putting this quick one out. We are doing another one this Friday. We are doing one this Friday with a uh, phenom black from the where's my 40 acres podcast. Um, so Shantae will be here for that. Hopefully I'll have new internet by then because me and AT&T, we are irreconcilable differences at this point in time. We need to break up. Um, we are never, ever, ever getting back together either. And so there's that. Um, real quick between me and you, if you go see Acrimony, please let me know what you think about it. I'm not going to spoil any of it. I'm just going to say that I have issues. Um, Good movie overall, but the more you think about, it, the more I have issues. So if you've seen Acrimony, hit me up. Uh, hit me on the voicemail, 916-572-9016. You hear it in the show intro. Um, and we'll go from there because there are some things that are things. Um, so today is Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. That means the last Friday I had a mental breakdown. Yes, again, um... Here's the thing about breakdowns. They don't come when you want them to. They don't fix much of anything. And it's just for me, for me, my, my thing is when the world just keeps on climbing on when, when there's more and more loaded up, if I can't cry soon, I will break. Like I have to get one of these emotions out. Either I'm going to either I'm going to shed some tears or I'm going to collapse. And nothing that I did would allow me to cry. I have um been in a state of bliss or what I thought was a state of bliss for the better part of a about four months. And so I didn't do any self any self self help. I didn't do any care, self care. Um, my happy light didn't turn it on too often. I used the light from the fan. Then I used the outside light, um, talking with my wife. I did, but I didn't really talk about any issues I was having because I was good. I was in a really good place. Um, Talking with friends, same thing, in a really good place. And I was always, I was so, it was like I had gone to the gas station and I was topped off. Like my fuel was over the top. It wasn't spilling. It was just at that, uh, what's it called? Not a parabola. Is it a parabola? Um, when it's, when it's over the top, the liquid is over the top of the beaker, but it's not spilling over yet. There's a, there's a word for it. It's pretty dope. Um, so I decided that because I was so up, I was going to go out and help others be up as well. And so I did, which is fine. That's a beautiful thing. Um, the only problem is <clears throat> I got so engaged in helping others be up that I didn't recognize when I was going down. Um, because I felt like I was still feeling the glow of the last four months. Um, and 
I didn't. There's no indicator. There's no, when you go to get your oil change, usually a, a, a company will put on your car that you need to come back at this exact point, this exact mileage to get your oil change again. That's for two reasons. One, so then you see their name up in the corner, but two, so then you know exactly when you need to come back because you're running low. You don't get a sticker like that for a uh, depression. You don't get anything like that for depression. You just get low. Like when it comes, it's there. There's nothing that you could do with it. Um, and you have to make emergency actions. And I started feeling low. There was a point where I started feeling it. Um, so at that point in time, I was to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and cry. That's my reset button. If I listen to certain music, it makes me cry. If I watch certain movies, it makes me cry. If I talk to certain people, they make me cry because they're assholes. But um, none of those things worked. Well, I wasn't going to reach out to the people who are assholes. Why would I do that on purpose? I did talk to one person, but that didn't I I was more upset than I was sad. I was sad. I was really sad about the situation. It's a whole story, but I was more upset than anything else. Um, So I wasn't crying over that one. Um, And so I'm struggling and I start feeling it. I start recognizing I'm struggling like little things. The little things become big things when you let the little things pile up. You know, and I had let enough little things pile up where now every little thing was put on top of a big thing. Every little thing was now a big thing. And I felt it. And I was like, you know what? It's time. It is time for me to start looking for help. It is time for me to start looking for care. And so um, I went to a group of friends that I have and I was up early one day, one morning and, um, like really early. That's the other, that's the other sign that I have that something's not right. When I'm up at 1am, like I go to bed at 10 and I'm up at 1am and I can't get back to sleep because of restlessness. That's another sign for me. Like I I'm, I'm aware of this and you need to be aware of the signs, the warning signs for yourself. Uh, in case you're like me and you don't have medication, you don't have therapy, you don't have any of that. You just have you and your awareness. Um, so I was up at, uh, ungodly hour. I was up at 1am, um, sitting there and I have always told folks that if they need me to hit me up, no matter what the time I'm there. And so when somebody hit or when somebody in my group was like, it's 3am and I can't sleep. I was like, I'm gonna hit them up. I'm going to see what's going on. And so I uh, hit them up. I was like, yo, I'm up too. Or are you okay? Is everything good? And uh, it's weird. I realized this about myself. When I am in a deep enough hole, a minute seems like 30. And uh, disregard seems like not disrespect, but just like complete dismissal. Like they just like every minute that you spend not uh, hearing back from somebody is another minute where, uh, for me, I can hear in my own head that they aren't, they just don't want to deal with you. They're not on the, that y'all ain't friends. And so, um, 30 minutes have passed, which means 30 times I got to hear the fact that I wasn't shit in my own head. And this is not, um, I know that this isn't true, but at the same time, I'm hearing it and little things become big things and, that big tower collapsed. And so 
I uh, sat in, 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 in darkness uh, while sitting in darkness and thought about all the ways that I was failing myself and failing everybody else. And it got really, really dark, really, uh, really fast. And um, still couldn't cry. Wanted to, knew that that would help. Couldn't do it. Um, put out a post on Facebook uh, saying to all of my friends, I'm sorry, which I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have. It made it seem like I was looking for attention. I really wasn't. I was just, well, I was, I was, let's, let's keep it 100. I was, I was reaching out for anybody who understood what I was going through so that they could walk with me. And, um, some folks recognized it immediately and were like, yo, are you okay? Do you need to talk? What's going on? I'll walk with you. Uh, other folks were like, you need to do some push-ups. Uh, that was, that was special. Um, and then other folks just, we love you, you know, and there's different ways to, uh, support and help. And two out of three of those, ain't two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. Um, even though it's a 66%, you'd fail that test with a D two out of three ain't bad. Um, so left my job. Cause this is all I'm at work at this juncture, left my job, start driving home, uh, get to a certain point, And I'm talking with a friend on the phone and I am suddenly aware that I am crying. And then once I become aware that I'm crying, I'm like bawling. Like, okay, I'm aware that I'm crying, but now I can't stop. And I need to stop because I'm on the freeway and I'm probably freaking, uh, the person I'm on the phone with out, but they are so comforting and so wonderful. And they didn't judge me at all. And they just listened. And that is so important. It is so necessary to just have that person there who is going to listen to you without judgment. And so I always say that I will be that for y'all. And I will. I will always be that for y'all. I will be there for you without judgment. I, I have nothing else to give as far as expertise. I can listen. I'm a hell of a listener. So... They listened to me and um, then another friend came on the line as well. And they both listened to me while I literally snot bubble cried uh, in the parking lot of a Chick-fil-A while all these white folks are staring at me. And I was like, you know what? I need to go because I am in a place where they will see me in the parking lot crying and call the cops on me. And the cops aren't too good at dealing with folks with mental health issues. So they might take action against me and so I dried my tears and I left and I went home and uh, feeling better now not a hundred percent I'm in repair I'm in repair I am uh, going to get there I'm just the thing is I think that the uh, the light that was shining on me um it's dimmer now. Like everything, every good experience dims. But this good experience dimmed and brought with it the darkness. Like it's been waiting to come back. Like it's never gone. It's just been 
like, okay, you're a little bit too good right now. I, I'm going to come back in a bit when you hit a rough patch and then I'm just going to move in and I'm never leaving again. And I, I needed to get out. Um, so it doesn't like tears too much. It, that, that, that scared it off. So, um, but now I have nothing to cry about. I, I have nothing there to push the rest of the way out the door. And so, um, yesterday with the, uh, incident with, um, the internet being horrible, thanks AT&T and the, uh, show not working, it, it's just stressful. It's, it's a whole nother thing. Um, like I said, we have a show to do on Friday, but I have a show to do today because I have some things I want to talk to y'all about. Um, and fat man wild has some music that he's been dying to play for y'all. So, um, we going to be right back. Uh, this is single simulcast fat man wild spin the beats. This is single simulcast with my daddy Rashadi. Peace. Everything but the truth, the truth. Three little words over time, overheard and overused, used. No sweet nothing could ever be turned into something new. No.
dice Oh my God, oh my God I write for Sean Price and Dillon, my mic is thriller My ratchet blows, is trapping souls like Bryce and Tiller They sprayed the crib, left lead in the awnings And that's the very thing that gets me out of the bed in the morning I got the bread in the corner, got my career in the sauna I got no fear, just honor, I bled and lived through trauma First the fat boys break up, then Bow Wow retires And now y'all disrespecting the king I come through there with the street sweeper For niggas claiming they doing dirt And get to just disinfecting the scene I'm what you call the epitomizer of getting dark, I will spit a geyser That'll get these guys on the charts to fit a liger of bars I'm feeling like the dying on the permanent throne Weed like the Quran, burn it, you can get stoned It's smelling like a megaphone in the coupe Going into an extra zone in the booth Flowing into the headphones, a microphone in the noose Poems approve, I'm the best to ever put breaths on the measure Metronome in the loop All I could do is turn your sister to my all-night masseuse Zone in the goo, this is my moment of truth Can I rock it? Now can I rock it? If she pretty, I'ma come around your city, I'm gon' hunt it down. Hit it, I'm gon' hit it, I'm gon' come around it. Rock it, can I rock it? Now can I rock it? Anytime I come around your city, I'm gon' burn it down. Menu after venue, I'm gon' come around and rock it. You know I come, what? come around and rock, 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 rock it. Rock it rock you know I come around and rock, rock, rock it. Rock it rock you, you know I come around and round and round and rock it. Now first the dip set split up, then the Zillia Banks leave Twitter, and now you niggas hating on nickel. I just been the same stand-up nigga since the day I came in this game, and I just come in here to stay till I'm crippled. I'm a combination of Kane, G-Rap, Reggie Noble, and James, who still has Ashanti and Kelly rolling in dreams. They tried to blackball me, but couldn't. I was too fucking good. They tried to run me out of my city. I was too fucking hood. So all I'm trying to say, say, to all that's trying to kill me is hey. Even Patron had to stand in line and wait. Cause this is God's work, handcrafted by karma. I'ma always be here laughing and clowning, laughing, I promise. And last but not least, I'ma finally retire my dad from out that post office, and that's on my mama. I live my life for my girls and my boys, and I took my soul back from the devil. Now the world can enjoy it. Can I rock it? Now can I rock it? If she pretty, I'ma come around your city, I'm gon' hunt it down. Hit it, I'm gon' hit it, I'm gon' come around it. Rock it, can I rock it? Now can I rock it? Anytime I come around your city, I'm gon' burn it down. Menu after venue, I'm gon' come around it. Rock it, rock it, You know I come around and rock it. You know I come come around and rock it, rock it, you know I come around and rock it. Word up, word you know I come around and rock it. You know I come around and rock it. You know I come around and rock it. Oh, hold up. You know I come around and rock it.
single simulcast episode 287 uh getting close to 300 rainbow hit me up so then we can get that linked up um so i took my son kid awesome out to breakfast today uh the reason why i took him out to breakfast is because he doesn't start school until 8 45 on wednesdays which is weird like because he used to start he used to go to a school where they started at like 7 30 every day and so to go to a school where it starts at 8 45 and he gets to sleep in and he's no longer up at like 6 a.m uh to get to school on time is kind of different to say the least um so got him to, to got him up at seven and i was like yo if you get dressed and brush your teeth and everything i'll take you out to breakfast and so he did because breakfast and me equals awesome like i don't know if it's me or if it's breakfast i think that if his mom had said the same thing it would have had the same result i think it was really breakfast like because he was telling me that the breakfast at the school isn't the best and i remember the breakfast at the schools were like a fruit maybe some oatmeal um and milk and once in a while they'd have those nasty microwavable pancakes they microwave for too long and so they're a little they're the little silver dollar pancakes but they really look like silver frisbees because they got microwave for too long and they were gross like every little thing that the cafeteria does is pretty much gross no offense to the lunch ladies or the lunch people rather i'm sure that they want to do a good job but you got to make do with what you're giving and they ain't giving you steak so so be it I mean, the one day I walk in, I'm quite sure that the days I don't go to school, they're like, hey, we may try to, but nah, that, that ain't happening. It may be at some schools, but not at this school. And then if they did put tri-tip, even if they did make tri-tip, they'd make it without seasoning. Just to fuck with you. And it'll be nasty and gray and well done. And it'll just be sitting on a plate and they probably put something that doesn't even make sense with it, like vegetable medley and fruit chocolate milk I'll, I'll drink the chocolate milk though um so anyways he and i go to ihop and we are sitting there um take and, and we we get our order taken it's pretty quick because it's pretty empty uh ihop is one of those places that only really fill up on sundays and saturdays every other day it's just like old folks and folks who are off work or folks who uh i don't know don't have a job i guess retired uh, so we are sitting there eating and the folks behind me, so in front of Devin, but behind me are talking and I'm just listening cause I'm not going to turn around and, and, and look at them right in the face, but I'm listening and I hear the, that one of them's a, a gentleman and one of them's a lady and, um, the gentleman mentions that 50 years ago today uh martin luther king was murdered and his voice instantly gives away the fact that he's in uh, a a black man um probably around my age maybe a little bit older um and the person who's also there uh responds with oh i didn't know that and their voice doesn't give anything away. I'm not sure of their race based on their voice, which is fine. These things happen. Um, but the black man who I know is a black man, because again, the voice, 
uh, proceeds to say, yeah, it's been 50 years since Martin Luther King died, and our kids, our youth haven't learned anything. They haven't done anything. They haven't gone anywhere. And the woman uh, says, yeah, that's a shame that our youth still isn't doing anything to make themselves better. And my ears prick up. My ears prick up because I'm like, okay, so there's two ways this can go. Either she's a black woman and she's commiserating with him about black youth or she's a white woman and she's commiserating with him about black youth. And either way, I'm going to listen to this a little bit further because I'm probably going to have a problem with this. And so he says, he continues on by saying, these kids don't want to do nothing. These kids don't want to try nothing. When you go out and you look at, and when you go out and you look at what's going on right now in California, we got all these Hispanics, and I'm not gonna say I got a problem with Hispanics, but I got a problem with Hispanics. Really? Like what? You just what? You just said I'm not gonna say I got a problem with Hispanics, and I, I'm, I didn't have my feet on the couch, but I had my feet on the couch. So um, I'm not gonna say I got a problem with Hispanics, but I got a problem with Hispanics. But anyways. When you go to these jobs, all you see is Hispanics. And we're talking about how Hispanics are taking our jobs. And that's not true. But Hispanics are taking our jobs. Like, what? What are you talking about? And this is all a direct quote, by the way. I'm not going to say Hispanics are taking our jobs. But Hispanics are taking our jobs. And it's because our kids don't want to step up and get a job. They just want to sit around at home and smoke weed and listen to music and play video games. And none of them want to do nothing. And the woman was like, mm-hmm, I know, I know. My kids, uh, she went on to talk about how her kids were currently at school but weren't getting the type of grades that she expected them to get because of their clothing. And he turned around and said, because I, my ears are fully pricked up to this point, to the point where uh, Kid Austin is like, Dad, why are you looking like that? I didn't realize I was listening so hard that my face is crunched up. And my face is crunched up because what I was hearing was literally a verbal fart. So um, I could smell it. I could smell it. And uh, my mouth was open. So um, the guy says, yeah, my son is 30 years old. And I told him from a very young age that you can't wear do-rags. Don't wear that do-rag out the house because that's not how I raise you to be. I raise you to be better than that. They raised them to be better than a do-rag, people. They raised them to be better than a head wrap. Like, when I see somebody outside with a do-rag on, it makes me think about the women, and this is him still, This it makes me think about the women who are out with the... um with the rollers in the hair and the pajamas and got too many kids. And now my eyes are like big, like I'm, I'm looking like they're laying eggs. And so, um, he continues on to say that, and these guys with the do rags on who don't want to do nothing with their lives. And then he goes back to Hispanics and how we're not getting jobs because of the do rags. This is a real thing. So he said, my son, Robert, is 30. And so I called him today and I was FaceTiming him and I was like, Robert. And he was like, yeah, dad. And I was like, why are you wearing that do-rag? And he was like, well, dad, I'm in the house, but I'm about to leave for work. And so I'm going to take the do-rag off. And he was like, I know he doesn't have a job. I know he doesn't have a job because he has that do-rag on his head. And he was going to go outside with that do-rag on his head. 
And I was like, y'all sound real bad right now. Like, out of everything that these young folks are going through in this world, like everything, every little thing that they're going through in this world right now, and I'm just not just talking about teenagers, I'm talking about literally us. Everything that we're going through in this world, and y'all looking at do-rags, y'all looking at respectability politics as a way to get out of it. Oh, yeah, because all the Hispanics who are taking our jobs, not our jobs, but our jobs, all these Hispanics who are taking the jobs from us, because we don't want to look for jobs, because all we want to do is play video games and eat food and wear do-rags. All these Hispanics uh, are, there's like a ton of Hispanics who have all these skills, and they're all being managed by a white man. And so the white man is in management, and Hispanics are taking all the jobs, and black folks are just wearing do-rags. Direct quote direct quote and you know i wanted so badly to say something but i'm with my son i'm at a restaurant i'm i don't want to cause an issue i don't want to but i really wanted to ask him like what does your son do what does your son do like what exactly is his job like i know that you're saying he doesn't have a job but what is his job because he mentioned that he also has grandchildren he mentioned that his son was a good father that he has all this stuff but that his son is shiftless because he's still wearing a do-rag and again, like if his son is 30, then he must be like 50, 55, maybe. And I'm like, okay, so Martin Luther King died 50 years ago and the kids haven't done anything since. So if you're like 55, then that means you were five when Martin Luther King passed away, which means you ain't shit neither. Like these folks nowadays are getting more done than I've ever seen folks get done. Like even with the, 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 the civil rights movement, this is the most that I've seen since then. And I wasn't here for that. So I can say that all the way through the eighties, I didn't see shit. Nineties, I didn't see shit. Two thousands, all I saw was a bunch of racism against Arab Americans and uh, indigenous Americans and black folks. And then the murder started. 2010 on up to 2018 this is when i seen folks be the most active i've ever seen them in my entire life like seriously and you're telling me that the youth aren't doing anything because they're wearing do-rags like what are the do-rags like nullifying their their process or their growth or is it just that they're not doing something that you feel they should be doing you don't see what they are going through you don't care about their experiences you only care about what you see and what you see is a do-rag i had questions but to ask this guy these questions while he's talking about i don't have many friends because of my anger issues and i'm like okay like i'm not gonna ask this question that's not gonna turn out well for anybody so we leave i take kid austin to his school and as we're walking out, he's like, okay, daddy, I love you. I'll see you later. And I'm like, okay, kiddo, I love you too. And he's like, actually, I need you to walk me up to the gate. The schools, uh, the school has a rule where kids can't walk across the parking lot unattended because people be zooming through a parking lot and it makes sense. So I am initially holding his hand as he walks across the street and he releases my hand and he puts his hand around my waist and I'm like, all right, cool. So I put him in a headlock. Because why not? So I have my son in the headlock, and I'm about to get him the bionic elbow of doom right on top of his forehead. But I look up, and I see that there's a uh, a white woman standing at, like, about 100 feet ahead of us uh, directing traffic. She's the cross guard, the crossing guard. 
and she's looking at us um and she's looking at us horse playing or whatever and she's like oh you were about to give him a new a noogie weren't you and i was like no i was gonna run his head into the fence like full speed as soon as we got to it i was just going and i was trying to get his head all the way through and she laughed because she knew i wasn't serious i hope she knew i wasn't serious um i wasn't serious um and so uh get across the street she's still laughing and everything and kid awesome and i do our handshake um, and I tell him I love him again. He tells me he loves me and he goes in to, uh, the cafeteria. So then, cause that's the entryway to get to the school cafeteria in school, multi-purpose room and in the school. So I'm walking back over to my vehicle and, um, the white woman who's a crossing guard lady says, yeah, it's just, you know, this is why kids need two parents in their life. I'm sorry, what? This is why kids need two parents in their life. Because the mom does like the mom stuff and the dad does different stuff like this with the kids. Alright, so are you... uh? Are you telling me about how kids need two parents in their life because um, I'm black? Did that just come to your mind because of that? Or did it come to your mind because of the horseplay? Because my wife horseplays with them as well. You don't know that because you don't know my wife. Because you never even met me before. This is not really a, a topic that you want to just have out of nowhere with a stranger, right? Like, I'm thinking this is the type of topic that will get me in HR hella quick. And have me like, I didn't mean none of it. So how are you just going to up and have this topic with me with a smile on your face and I remember she's white white folks operate on a whole another level when it comes to conversations like they don't care they don't they don't see anything else we were at a field trip on Monday and um it was near a uh, air force base or an old air force base that's now a uh, decommissioned airport it's a decommissioned uh, Air Force base. It's now an airport. And there was a jet plane over there doing test runs over and over again. So while everybody else is walking through this field, I'm bored as hell. So I'm watching this jet plane because my family's Air Force jets are dope. This one, not the New York jets. They suck. But this jet is, if they get Colin Kaepernick, they might be okay, but not really. Um, but this jet is like all black and it's it's awesome. And they're doing test runs like over and over again. Taking off, doing a loop, coming back, landing, taking and all doing a loop and to see the speed of this jet was just amazing and so i tell my beloved wife nisha babe look at that jet that is amazing it's absolutely a, a incredible <sighs> i thought i said it quietly but apparently one of the the guys who was supposed to be a tour guide for this vernal pool or vernal uh water lands that we were in marshlands whatever instead he he heard me i guess i thought i was being quiet and talking to my wife but apparently he heard me and so we're walking some more and i'm walking with my wife and out of nowhere this 
white guy just appears right next to me and he's like you know i heard you talking about planes earlier and i'm like if you heard me talking about planes earlier that means you were way too close to my lips because i was talking low at least i thought but even if i wasn't there was a freaking jet engine right in front of us so i know you couldn't have heard what i said unless you were ear hustling i ought to fuck you up but please continue and so he starts talking to me about how he wants to be a fireman and how he saw dc-10 and how it had the um the fire suppressant uh at the bottom of the the plane and how awesome it was and how he got to go inside of one and how the inside of the plane uh was actually so big that they had set up a tennis court in the bottom of the cargo deck because the suppressant actually goes underneath everything and he just he's so excited about that i just can't bear to tell him i don't give a fuck Like, I, 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 there's no real nice way to tell him how little of a shit I gave about that DC-10, about his situation, about how he wanted to be a fireman. And that's why you don't ear hustle. And if you do ear hustle, that's why you don't jump in somebody's conversation. And that's why I didn't jump in the conversation with Respectability Man and his friend. I don't even know. She was, she, she was just as into the respectability politics as he was like it was like listening to an episode of the cosby show on audiobook somebody else doing claire huxwell's voice somebody else doing uh bill cosby's voice and it just sounded like everybody in the world had an issue but i'm just like what are you doing to fix it like beyond the do rags, beyond the whole thing, what exactly can you do to be able to tell me that your son's a good man? What can you do for me? What can you say that's going to show me that your son's a good man? Or do all is all that you have the fact that he wears a do rag, and now it's your whole guide in life was to make sure that he didn't do wear a do rag because if so, you fucking failed. He's still rocking the do-rag. You literally saw him do it. He gave you a lie, but you know what? That nigga's 30, and he's still lying to you about why he's rocking the do-rag in your eyes, which means he probably just knows that you are a piece of shit. Not really worth his time or much of his respect. If you're calling to check to see, and if you're calling your kid, and the first thing you see is that they're wearing a do-rag, and everything else just goes out the window, because do-rags! It's like, really? Are you serious right now? You need a, you, you need to refocus uh, what's important to you. And if you are a older person who doesn't recognize the wonderful things that uh, this generation is doing right now for folks like me and you and a ton of other people that are coming after them. I don't to tell you, bro. I don't to tell you. They are literally some of my heroes. And that's that. Fat Man Wild Spin the Beats, this single simulcast. From the unjoined jar, O cascade of black, perfume of the hour. In the ways of the scale. The past has been written, rolled and sealed in the scroll. In the ways of the scale. The eyes of the hawk ranges the sky unblinking. Open. In the ways of the scale. Perfect.
Once again, the illogical one. Bring your mind straight to dark side of the sun. Mission for creator is to give no slack. So I step from the void to keep my eyes on black. Now my religion is reality. Come take a drink from the great verb stick. Coming with authority, group of the majority. This is not your gimmick or your fraudulent trick. Now I see children of originals doomed to lose. Teachers and preachers remain confused. Talk about humanists and true black ways. Talking revolution and you're out to entertain. Ignorance, I'll grab you by your crackhead neck. Take you back to Egypt where you learn respect. And on one knee and through one way, you follow out the path of the new sun ray. Let it click. Here comes the world of authority. Grouping up the masses of majority. People have a problem with my step. But you see, I'm an example of the X. I travel with my bag, with my books and fruits. Robes of the proud, now jeans and boots. From the sundown, time for the drum. Dumb diddy dumb funk code has begun to the scales. Above olive trees, I rise like the sun, like the moon above date palms. Where there is light, I enter absolute. Where there is dark, there is none of me. Like the moon above date palms, I rise. I am sworn to life, I am bound to death. I take my oath of the sun. The hoodie speak balance. I never ill, I never will, I won't have it. You see, queens are a man and real men don't play. It's like moon for the nighttime and sun for day. I am an African, I don't wear creek. Must have been reminded of a legendary thief who tried to make Greece sink in Paris into Egypt. But they got gypped because their mind's not equipped. I see a cave boy and he try to play black. Give a gas face and you're bound to get slapped. And don't play stupid, I'm a pyramid stalker. Witness my soul on the vast crossroad. Chilling with the pharaohs in my ages has been. Doing this forever and your accents win. Time is but a word and of little concern. And not another second will we bread burn. To walk one way and to walk one path. Ways of the scale of the aftermath. Seems you're always with it. Brother Jay, funk me. I come again, I stick it. Some say it's too deep and some say strong. Some say the truth hurts and I say wrong. Awaken Osiris, it's time for war. Mount your chariot, I can't take no more. Life or death, it doesn't matter, I come again. There's no beginning and there is no end. Pop the stage, turn the page. Coming of Isis, queen of the rage. Witness the sex, overseer the ex. Verbalize a funk and listen, give a taste, what's next? Show and prove, what's the true move? You come inside of the Zifty strong rule. It's really about time for a kick like this. Ways of the scale. Scientific fists have a kiss. By the way, Vanglorious. This is protected by the red, the black, and the green. At the crossroad. With a P. Hey, this is Charlotte, Black Lives Matter, Blendo Castile, Black Matters, Single Sino Cast is what you're listening to. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 
what you call an icon living Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it Nylon, couple five minutes Whoa, we are too hot in the business About to make a movie independent Need new trucks independent I need you to listen to the vision All your verses sound like dirty dishes I'm about to clean them in the kitchen And we making money by the minute I'm about to do a way different I am just an icon living I am just an icon living I, I, I can't live it. I am just an icon living I am just an I, I, I can't live it. I am not a Mayan, I'm a menace It's wild, you can lie like a professor I don't got the time to put you on a stretcher Stretcher. I am here and I still flex I am just an icon living Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it Whoa, I'm high star, cover five minutes Whoa, we are so hot in the business Whoa. Last verse was before the award show what? Icon tatted on my torso huh? Me and Moy dipping in the porso What? I ain't even taking on torso What? Uh, damn Last girl signed a divorce, so what? Now I'm focusing, we about to all blow up We just trying to make the whole crowd go nuts What? Look we don't know no one like you huh? Go grills and you dance like Michael what? No eyes, misfits, no typos Ooh, Look, wait We just wanna make you go psycho Put a hundred thousand dollars in the Bible Ooh, I took the game with my eyes closed Last verse was before the award show what? Icon tatted on my torso huh? Me and Moy dipping in the Porsche. so what? I ain't even taking on torso, what? Your this fire, I'm more so, what? Young Jaden dying on the floor, so what? She broke my heart to the core, so what? I guess we all gotta grow up I'm just an icon living Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it Ooh. Interview, cover five minutes Ooh. We are too hot in the business Ooh. I'm going straight to the top of the crew We should just chill and maybe take it slow Before we get up there with nowhere to go And we can chill and just look at the view Woo! Damn Load a yellow rose into a rifle Ooh. Me and Harry about to go psycho Psycho, put a hundred thousand in the Bible Bible, damn Wait Go teeth dance like Michael Michael, huh? man, it's on like a light bulb Light bulb, oh, we're all the cutty in a tyco Damn, about to make a movie independent Woo. Need new trucks independent Woo. I need you to listen to the vision Woo. All your verses sound like dirty dishes I'm about to clean them in the kitchen Woo. And we making money by the minute Woo. I'm about to do a way different God. I am just an icon living I am just an icon living, living, I, I, I can't live it. I am just an icon living, living, I am just an I, I, I can't. I am just an icon living, living. I am just an I, I, I can't. You're listening to Single Simulcast with Rashani and my mom, Shante Fabulous. Hurts me the most when I wake. I fumble and twist till the truth starts to click. There's so much space in this bed These sheets go for months Dreams of your smile I don't want to be just a memory And I don't want to feel your wings break free Because without you I'm lost in the breeze 
gotta be strong now. I gotta show you how I love you like I'm never ever loved somebody. I think I might do anything for you if you just let me. If you just let me. If you just let me. Just let me. Taste of your lips is still fresh. Smell of your scent. How could I forget your words? How they cut me to shreds. But to tell you the truth, every piece is for you. I, I don't want to be just a memory, and I don't want to feel your wings break free. Because without you, I'm lost in the breeze. I gotta be strong now. I gotta show you how I love you like I'm never ever loved somebody. I'll give you things you didn't even know you wanted. Don't tell me that it's not enough. My time is up. You're over us. 'Cause I think I might do anything for you if you just let.
That was simply sensational. Single Single simulcast will surely surface speedily. 
bitches. <laughs> Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook, or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars Podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crime and Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. Who Raised You podcast is a kitchen table conversation between Karen, Jolly and Yang, and Treasure Shields Redmond. <laughs> As we explore how culture, family, and intersecting identities pave our way toward liberation, we want to know who raised you. We're curious and sometimes a bit irritated. Sit down. We have lots to talk about. Hello, this is Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. On the Mocha Minutes podcast, we like to have fun and we like to talk. We talk about everything and anything that includes Ratchet Reality TV, every single one of them housewives. We talk about television shows. We talk about movies, music, and we definitely keep up with today's current events. You know who else likes to have fun just like us? Ray Shani and Shantae Fabulous on the single simulcast. You can find them wherever you find your podcasts. And that is everywhere because they are everywhere. And while you're looking for Rayshani and Shantae, please come check out the Mocha Minutes podcast. Hope to hear from you soon. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Single Simon Cast. My name is John Cushman of the Cushman Chronicles. This is a podcast where I fight the forces of resistance in this Okay, I gotta go. The Cushman Chronicles. Peace. Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome. Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. My name is Jordan Redfield Wade. Well, well, well. If it isn't the so-called people's champion. By day, I'm a philanthropist and private investigator. You risk your own life to try and protect someone who needed it. If that's what's needed to be a hero, then I want to help. But by night, I protect the people of New York City in a different way. My name, champ, is Redwing. Do I need to count the sheer number of felonies you committed today? As she lay dying, I promised my mother that I would fight for those who couldn't fight for themselves. And I refused to let her down. I would do anything to keep you safe. You know that. Anything. Even murder? If that's what it took, then yes. I am the defender of Newark City. Justice is not something you can manufacture. I am Redwing.
Hi, this is Gabby, and when I'm not leaving 47 voicemails, I like to relax and listen to my favorite podcast, The Dream Team. Um, didn't Alec Baldwin get in a lot of trouble just by tweeting the name of the... He tweeted the name of... Yeah. Like, he was not... It was no commentary. He was just saying... It no, was, he was just saying the song was good. He was like, I like yeah. niggas and bears. Right, and he was just saying the name of the song, and he got torched for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, Bill O'Reilly came... Bill O'Reilly came right behind him and said, and I like the song Niggers in Captivity. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly likes the song Niggers in Africa, as in y'all go back. <laughs> been trying to get niggas to happen, happen for years. White folks have a secret handshake. Like, okay, we slap hands, and then you slide it, but, and then you hold a piece of cheese to your mouth. But let's be real. Oh, wow. But let's be real, though. Like, <laughs> the niggas in Africa is going to be like a white um, um, a barbershop quartet. Doo-doo. <laughs> I ball so hard these niggers can't see me. Wow. I ball so hard these niggers wanna be me. I ball so hard every day, every night, but then I take a week off because I'm white. I ball so hard these niggers can't see me. I can't. I can't. I can't. Single simulcast episode 287, Fat Man Me. Shantae will be back on Friday. Um, so. This past week has been really it's been a this past week's been a good opportunity to see how white folks just don't give a fuck about black people. Let's just let's just keep it absolutely honest. Let's keep it 100% honest. Like it's something that we already knew. It's something that we were aware of back in the in the in the back of our mind like a little tiny inkling of an idea in our mind that white folks just do not give a flying rat's fuck about black folks as long as we're not doing something for them providing a service to them being um there when they need a shoulder to cry on something like that like and it was really just confirmed over and over again throughout history but another opportunity to confirm it was had this past week this past week um stefan clark was uh mur- was murdered by police a few weeks back and so over the past couple weeks they have been um marching uh and protesting um here in sacramento which I'm all for that. I am always for the, um, I'm always down for protests. I'm always down for whether it's peaceful or not. Let's just keep it 100. Uh, because the peaceful protests don't always get the, uh, point across that we need to get across. They don't. And so sometimes we're going to have to be a lot louder in order to make sure that we are truly heard. And so I'm all right with that. I am quite okay with the fact that there is a possibility that we may need to do a bit more in order for you to finally hear us. Because the thing is, even when you hear us, you don't hear us for very long. 
when you hear black folks, you hear them as long as they're taking something apart or taking something down. If we're doing it peacefully, you don't care. When we when 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 Colin Kaepernick peacefully protested police violence, y'all got mad at him. Y'all called him all sorts of things. When we use some sort of violence or or show of force against police opposition, y'all get mad at us. When we block freeways, they get mad. When you speak in front of uh, City Hall, they get mad. No matter what, they're going to get mad. Now, when white kids do it, it's so brave and let's have a march against violence and we're going to organize this throughout schools like black kids haven't been getting shot since, since, since. But let's go ahead and organize this because white kids are doing such a great job of social media and white kids have uh, really shown what it's like to protest and how to protest well in this day and age. And it's all about the white kids. That's the reason for the change. No, it's, it's all about the fact that they're your kids. So when it's your kids, like I have a rule, my kids are great. Everybody else's kids suck. Now, when I say my kids, I don't just mean my four I mean the kids that I interact with. Until I get a chance to talk with your kid, your kid probably sucks. Because reasons. But that's the way folks feel. And so white folks are taking it one step further to where all white kids are their kids. All of them. And so if there's violence going on, they won't march for them or anything. But if the white kids want to march, they'll let them march. You know, they'll let them march. They'll actually make a change and rally and the police will join in and all that kind of stuff. When black kids want to march, the police are called out and rabble rousers show up across the street and the police protect the rabble rousers and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, getting off point, getting off track. White folks, you keep failing us. And here's another reason how it happened. I'm not going to say names here because fuck it. That's why I, for every show that I do on Facebook, I type out a lead and sometimes the lead has something to do with what's going on. Sometimes it doesn't. And, um, this past week we did a show with, uh, Gerald Jones from the buy black podcast. Excellent young man. Excellent show. You should definitely check it out. It is literally him, uh, talking with black, uh, business owners interviewing them, finding out what they can uh, bring to you, the audience, and tips they can give you, the audience, and ways for you to reach them so that you can learn more from them. It's, it's brilliant. It's a wonderful show. Um, but the lead that I did was all about Stefan, as it should have been. And um, I have a group of people who uh, are basically single simulcast and are. I'm grateful for them. Um, who share the show, uh, tag people, things of that nature, really just go all out to show love for the show. And I am so appreciative. Um, and so there's people on this list that I, I don't even, I just send the show out to them. Like, please share this. They share it. Everything's great. I got an instant message from one of the people on that list. Now they usually share everything I put out without question, without issue. Um, but with the Stefan Clark one, they were like, I'm not going to put this out. I'm not going to share this uh, because 
I don't want people arguing on my timeline. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put this one out, but I'll put out the next one that's safer. Well, guess what? It ain't. The lead's going to be still fuck y'all. Um, but I don't want to. I'll help out when I feel like I'm helping out, but until then, I'm not going to help out. That's basically the, the, the long and short of it, you know? Uh, so they were like, I'm restraining from posting anything because everything is so heated right now. And I don't want to, I don't want people fighting on my wall. That was their reason again. So we go last Thursday, last Thursday, uh, because the protesters have been, uh, shutting down golden one. So then people can't get in. So the Kings were like, yo, we got tickets. And I coach a rec league, and so they gave tickets to the rec league teams to go see these games. I have kids on this team who have never seen the Golden One. I have kids on this team who have never seen a basketball game outside of the games that they play because they either can't afford it or don't have transportation to get to it. Uh, So, in my mind, it's a certainty that I'm going to take them to to see this game. Protests are still going on. We hop on a light rail to ride out to the the Golden One Center, which is in the middle of downtown. Well, not really in the middle of downtown. It's in the most inconvenient part of downtown, but that's Sacramento for you. You don't give a fuck about anything but money and white people. Um, and so we are riding on the light rail uh, from my area to that area. And the kids are having a good time and talking. And the people who are on the light rail with me uh, are white. The folks who are coming with me to the game are white. The kids who are with me are black. The people who are coming with us, coming along with us are white. Uh, and we are warned by the uh, transit officer that's on the light rail that we're going to have to get off a little bit before our stop because they've shut down. Uh, the, the protests have actually shut down the uh, trains. We didn't see any protesters. We didn't see any protesters at all blocking trains or anything like that. I don't even know why they made that up, but they said that that was the reason why they were going to put us off the train earlier. And the white woman was with it was like, great. Now my son can uh, see what it's like to actually get in there and protest. Like she was ready for her son to go in there and march with us, you know, for Stefan. We were all prepping to we were either gonna go to the protest if that's whichever one we saw first was our mindset. Whichever one we saw first. If we saw the protests first, guess what? We're we're protesting. If we saw the Golden One first, we were going to the Golden One Center. But if the Golden One Center was blocked off by protesters, guess what? We were gonna stand outside and protest. Either way, our kids were going to get to have a opportunity to experience something that they had never experienced before that was going to enrich their life. That's what myself and this white woman that I was riding with were thinking. Her son is one of the greatest kids I know. I've never seen him hang out with a white person before. All he hangs out with is black kids. I'm not going to say anything more than that. I'm just going to say he's a white kid who hangs out with black kids and is one of my favorite kids, period. And um, I told him, I was like, yo, you know why we are going to go to this protest if we can't get into the game? And he was like, 
Not really. I was like, because if a car gets pulled over and you're in it and the police say that the drivers and the police recognize the driver's black and the police draw down on him or her as they are prone to do. Does you being white in the car make a difference? No, you're just another victim. You're another target for them. It doesn't matter. They're not going to tell you, hey, white kid, get out the car. The rest of y'all stay here real quick while we shoot at you. White kid, we're going to give you a a 10-second head start. You just go over here and sit peacefully. Be safe while we shoot up these niggers. You can watch if you want. Take pictures like they used to back in the old days. Make a postcard out of it. Here's my address. Can you send me a copy? Can you? Okay. No, you're going to be the same target that they are. And so as long as you are walking amongst us, amongst black folks, you need to learn how to be an ally for us, for black folks. And so I was schooling him all the way there. His mom was talking to him all the way there. And um, we get off the light rail about seven blocks away from the Golden One Center. And we start walking. And as we're walking, we're still talking. And I'm like, yo, so if a police officer sees you, what do they see? And he said, a kid. I was like, do you wave at police officers? He was like, yeah, they all wave back at me. I was like, we generally don't get waves back at us. Like, I stopped waving at police officers. I stopped waving, period. Because they might look at it as a credible threat. We do the head nod. And I don't know if other people do the head nod as a, as a reason to mitigate credible threats. But I do. Like, you can't say I had a gun in my head. So when I do the head nod, just the quick up and down, you can't say shit. Ain't no danger in it. But we're walking. We get to the Golden One Center. Golden One Center is surrounded by police officers. There's no protesters in sight anywhere. I haven't seen one. Like, I've seen a couple people who are walking back towards the light rail station area, and I asked them, yo, where's the protest at? Because I'm looking for it. I really want to be there. I've missed every opportunity to protest because I've had to take my kids somewhere during the time they were protesting. Dental appointment, karate, basketball practice. Those three things. Now we're right here in the thick of things. Where are they at? Where are we going? What's going on? What's up? And they're like, yeah, the protest is right up there on I Street, right past the Golden One Center. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we're going to get there. They're going to be surrounding the Golden One Center. We're going to do this. No. We get to the Golden One Center. Golden One Center surrounded by police officers. Now, remember, the Golden One Center is a place where the Sacramento Kings play. The Sacramento Kings are a place where the kids want to see. So there's a ton of kids who are there. These police officers are standing outside of the Golden One Center wearing bulletproof armor, helmets, strapped with AR-15s, you know, the ones that we shouldn't have because there's no use for them unless you want to murder somebody. They're holding them across their chest, like in both arms, one hand on the on the gun butt, the other one on the uh, gun, st- on the... Uh, I don't know. The place where the bullets come out. The nozzle. The the spigot. The, the, the gun piece. I don't do guns. I could. But as you can see, I shouldn't. Because A, I just fucking don't know guns. And B, what the fuck am I going to do with it? But get shot by a cop. So, we walk in. And everywhere, like literally, there are cops. 
There are cops, there are SWAT, there's people wearing helmets, there's people with the AR-15s, there's people with shotguns. They're all white. I literally only saw one black police officer there, and he was off to the side eating ice cream while his uh, AR-15 was strapped to a bandolier behind his back. The black folks that I'm walking with are looking at each other like, why do they have all these cops here? What's the use of this? What is the need for all of these police with all of these guns to stop a peaceful protest? What is the actual need for this? What is the use? And nobody can answer us. The white folks, other than the ones that are with us, they ain't asking those questions. They're taking pictures with the police. Can I get a selfie with you? Can I get a selfie with you? I just appreciate so much what you're doing. Motherfucker, they murdered somebody. They killed a boy. They killed a young man. They murdered him. Can I just get a selfie with you? I just feel like your your job is so dangerous. No, it's not. They are the danger. They are the ones who knock. They are the issue. But you want to take a selfie with them. You don't want to tell them, yo, how many people are you going to kill next week? Why you got the gun? Why did you feel like a protest was the need for you to upgrade from your regular pistol to an AR fucking 15? Do you need to spray people down in the crowd? What exactly is your motive here? This was last Thursday. I had a nine-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old with me. And then there was the 14-year-old that was with his mom and his friend who was also 14. All of them are walking around seeing no protest, seeing no anger. They hear people playing guitars. They see people uh, drumming out front, drumming on busket, on buckets. They see uh, just lively events. And then they get to the Golden One Center, and it's nothing but white cops with AR-15s looking, just staring at people. And all these white people are trying to shake the cops' hands, and the police are shaking the white people's hands and giving them high fives and all that kind of stuff. And one black person, one black person comes up to them and tries to shake their hand, and they just stared at them. We see where you are. We see what you're about. We see what you do. You're not fooling anybody out there. You're not fooling any of us. You are the issue. You are the credible threat that we are not allowed to talk about. And we need to do something to deal with that. But we're not going to be able to deal with that because there's so many white folks in the city who think that you're the best thing ever because you're protecting their interests. As soon as you're no longer protecting their interests. What we saw with the uh, Parkland kids. As soon as you're not protecting the white folks' interests, all of a sudden the white folks are allowed to protest in ways that we can't. Also, um, while it's on my mind, Stefan um, was murdered. Yes, we we that's a given, and a, a, a nurse um, at a at a hospital here in, in the Sacramento area, uh, posted up a thing on Facebook saying that he deserved to be killed by cops. Yeah. She's a motherfucker that he deserved to be killed by cops. And as should have been, she got reported. Her job was let was, was advised of her statement and did the right thing by firing her stupid ass. But as always is, 
as you heard, there's as should have been and there's always is. As should have been is what should happen but rarely happens. Cops should go to jail when they murder somebody. That rarely happens unless they're murdering somebody who's white and then they go to jail. If they are uh, black, they get fired, maybe reprimanded, paid leave, things of that nature. Stuff that should have happened versus what stuff that does happen. And so uh, what happened is that what should have happened is what happened, which is that they actually fired her. They said, we don't ride with her for all at all. We don't. do racism here we all lies wait no delete that delete black lives matter too wait no delete the two black lives matter we got it we nailed it um so she got fired and we was like bye bye becky and um she was like fuck y'all watch this and went to gofundme Stop me if you've heard this story before, but it's not going to work because I'm going to keep talking. I'm the only one in this room. So anyways, uh, the nurse was fired after saying, seeing that stuff after saying Stefan Clark deserved to be killed by cops has raised over $15,000 to help pay her bills. Uh, Faith Lenthium Lenticum created a GoFundMe page on Saturday in hopes of hitting her $25,000 goal. Quote, I was recently fired from a job as a nurse at Kaiser Permanente for exercising my First Amendment rights of free speech, her page reads. I assure you and those that know me, I am not a hateful or discriminatory person. Discriminatory person. As a person of faith and a nurse, I love all people and treat everyone equally. So you think everybody deserves to die? And are you going to be able to tell me that when you were a nurse, see, this isn't about your, 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 your words or anything like that. It, it, it's, it's more about the fact that now we can't believe that you're going to do your best job when you're dealing with folks who aren't white. If I came into your hospital and I was a gunshot victim, are you going to judge me before you help me? Or are you going to help me with no judgment? That's the question. People can die in a second. Lives can be lost in a second. It's a very small balance. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, he needs to pull his pants up or he was wearing a do-rag, then you're not helping me. You're hurting me. And it sounds like you're hurting people based on the statement that you made on your own page with no provocation. Nobody provoked you to say this. Nobody asked you to say this. You decided to go on there and post it. And so she got fired as she should have. And she is now making more money through GoFundMe by white people from white people than some of us making an entire year. Dig that racism never fails to pay the bills. I don't care what you say. White folks stay winning off of racism because white folks know that if they get fired because of racism or they do something racist, other white folks will patty cake them or pat them on the back or salute them through payments on GoFundMe. Linthicum said she needs the money to, quote, pay rent, buy food for myself and my two dogs and make my car payments and insurance. You just got a year's payment, a year's salary. The nurse commented on a post about Clark's death, calling him stupid. Quote, yeah, but he was running from the police, jumping over fences and breaking in people's houses. Why run? He deserved it for being stupid, she wrote. The post is later taken down. GoFundMe did not respond to the comments or did not respond for comment, but I'm going to go look right now. I'm going straight to GoFundMe. The shit is still there. 
And since it now hit the uh, newspapers, it is now at $21,890. They didn't take it down. GoFundMe didn't remove this. White folks are still paying this woman off in spades. A white blonde woman. And I'm just looking at all the white folks who are doing this. I'm looking at all the white folks who are who are donating money to her and all the Hispanic people. Just in case you think that they're not allies with white folks. They play both sides of the fence. Every man, don't get me started. Don't get me started because white folks, you know, without a shadow of doubt that if you need help. Everybody will come out and help you. And if it's a way to show support against or support for the police or support against black folks, you will do that in a millisecond, either anonymously or otherwise. I'm a proud supporter of this great country, the First Amendment, the rule of law and law enforcement. Recently, I've been in the news due to a misconception from an activist group here in Sacramento. No, you weren't. You said it. You wrote it. It's 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 documented. It is documented. I have family members who want to go fund me to try and get money to raise for a funeral and they couldn't get the money. They couldn't get the money. It takes somebody else to help pay for them to get the money needed for funerals. We have to do car washes. We have to do food drives. We have to mow lawns to get money for a funeral for the folks the police kill. Meanwhile, you talk shit about the person that the police kill and you get $21,000 and you're telling me that there's not a divide between black and white that you don't see color, that you're not discriminatory. Well, you know what? Nobody believes you except for the white folks. And because the white folks believe you, that's all that it takes, right? Oh, and I'm sorry, Hispanics. I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at the names right now. And you know what's crazy? She may never work as a nurse again, but somebody's going to give her a job because she tells it like it is. And she stands up for people, but she's not standing up for all of us. She's just standing up for her people. Again, when it's all said and done, my kids versus y'all's kids. Let a black person to post something up on uh, any website about any white person or any black person or anybody who was killed in the by random acts of violence or by police and they get fired. Let them go to GoFundMe and say something to see crickets. Hear it chirping. People never fail to fail me. I don't know. But I do. And I am rarely wrong in situations like this. So, anyhow... Uh, like I said, this is just going to be a short episode to let y'all know that we'll be back on Friday. Uh, the show will be posted on Friday evening, most likely or on Saturday morning, one of the two. Um, anyway, it goes, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, please, uh, check out the other shows. We got the dream team storytellers. Um, yeah, that's about it. We got other things, but I'm going to save those until we actually get them in motion. Um, Batman wild. Go ahead and take us out of here. This single simulcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. I'm Rashani. Uh, Shantae's not here today, but she says hello. And I will holler at y'all later. Be good. Peace. Oh.
no, wait, before I say be good, peace, remember, if y'all need us, we are there. We're here, but we are there. Um, Facebook, as you see, is not the most credible source of, uh, of keeping your information safe. But if you need to talk to us, you can always hit us up in the DMs on Twitter. Uh, we'll be there. Or you can just send a quick instant message on uh, Facebook and let me know that you need to talk. And we'll go to like um, email back and forth or I'll just straight up give you my telephone number and you could just call us. But don't walk alone. Don't don't it's just it's it's not getting any easier it's only getting scarier do not walk alone we got you on facebook our page is facebook.com backslash single simulcast on twitter it's at single simulcast i'm at rashani shante is at shante fabulous uh we have a patreon page uh we are still looking for um help and obviously we're looking for help in all the right places because we're getting people who are distributing the show as far as A&R, but we are still looking for help as far as our bills. Uh, we are looking for help as far as expenditures. Um, so if you can see it in your heart to join our Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. Um, anything from a dollar to $5,000 is a blessing. Um, and everything helps. Um, if 38 y'all, listening to this show, donate $30 to Patreon. We're done. We're good. We got everything we need literally to take care of this show going forward and storytellers, which is the new show that we just started. I hope that y'all checked out the, uh, the pilot episode. The first episode should be coming out in the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, no, seriously. Uh, if you see fit to help us out, we appreciate it. I hope you see fit. Um, this single simulcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcaster. I'm Rashani. That's Batman Wild. Y'all be good. Spin the beats. Peace. Just let it breathe for a second. Yup. Hobie's home. Newest addition to the rock. MOP. The blueprint two is on its way. I know y'all hear my footsteps out there. I'm coming. Let's go get them, Just. Fire, 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 f
fire more, rock away, retire more, money more, murder now that MOP's tired, more further for the rock empire, y'all won't service y'all, nervous, know them guns are full, service ready to fire, one body, two body, three body, four, young sitting on paper, I'm above the law, young shit, no haters, I ain't fucking with y'all, when my ground's filled neighbors, how about some hardcore, and it just gets worse, every time I sign my signature and curse it, Add another million to these verses One million, two million, three million, four And the money's really worthless I'm pissing you off on purpose My nephew's situated and my mom is straight So I'm ready for whatever drama should come my way And you niggas rapping to me so your drama is fake You dudes is noodles, I got more CD to bake You dudes is cake, I keep two biscuits on the waist Razor blades under the tongue, I will eat your face Appetite for destruction, I am starving today Got a money hungry lawyer that'll eat the case And that's just food for thought, don't let it go to waste Nigga, bite the bullet until you stuff in your face <laughs> I done forgot more than you ever learned What you don't know will make your home a permanent urn, nigga Erica, and you're listening to Single Simulcast.
Michelle, but you know me as Lady Row 46 on Twitter, and you are listening to the single simulcast. We love the single simulcast and the Big Easy. Come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low flow. Yeah, I got you, wow. Come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low flow. Yeah, keeps you, wow. Come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low flow. Yeah, I got you, wow. Come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low flow. Yo, it's raining allergy, I'm floating through the Highland Channel swerving. I'm digging on the Sheba, pulling Sheba, she be scourging. We lurking with the cone, cause we be murking from the boogie and shit. And on them paths, cause they jive thinking what we Yeah, three shots of life for all night, you dig it. Kept it hot again, yada, to big quiver, get yeah, hipper. Yeah, Spilling right. coffee inside my order, mo, eldo. Cracking satin, no never was happening, pull a convincer. Cash straight out of comic books, catching the flurry. Keep your eye on the low, or Mr. Has been coming with hammers and traumas, with the Buddhas and Rogas, and Shakruzas and Rovers. Diamond crooks taking it over with razors and cutters, with the sugar and butters, pimping Caesars and levers. We live for coolie hot treasures. Check the Queen Bee, Lady Reed digging grace. Check the place, three o'clock shot, no we ain't. Fretting cat, bring it in the paint, no such thing. Blast the dynamite, sing my super fly to the Cleopatra in the casino with gold sugar. Dig my Harlequin and drench you in my dino gun. From Beverly to Beverly, in the Montrevo, sliding the devil with bottles of Vasti, Spumante to tranquilize my heaven. Count seven, we getting splits and shooting sugar to the show. These dudes, he need a spear. Let me see it, it's dudes in the air, we're like, yeah. Shot and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, I got you. Why? You need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, I keep you. Why? You need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, I got you. Why? You need to come inside and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. No, keeps the party live. The ED poop is leaking, got me speeching Jersey Drive. We screaming cause we villains and our caliber is bringing. I'm laying in the purple rain until I see some action. We move in motion that's continuous and that's the bubbly pouring through me and Cleopatra's casino. Sweet back and coolie hijacking jitterbugs a little session. Dolomites out of sight, anti hottest cats in the city on the money, taking the trash, state under saucy vine. Billy Holiday in the Foxy Browns with my Harlequins a penny. He repellent, reflecting crystals as Hollywood. Don't call it stars, cause we licking Cuban cigars and shipping mo. Playing the jigger, counting the figures on the low and low. Blessing the dimes, keeping my campus on the higher flow. Living the crimes, hitting them slide for the scene. Yo, Prince of the City, pouring right on the JJ's and saute. Cap Calloway in the last of the finest shots. Cyrus Crisis is coming lower with diggers less than zero. That sex to low, dice to low. I tell you what, one of night vision decision underneath the silver moon. Boys from Company C, A day, shake it loud. Beef, beef, a stone and robin, cherub, beef for midnight. The safety's off the toaster and my shadows by the moonlight. Cause natives on the levels and the low is on the EQ. My stamina is sugar and it's love, love forever, y'all. Yeah, you need to come and shine. And check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, I get you. Right. You need to come and shine and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, keep you. Right. You need to come and shine and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, I get you. Right. You need to come and shine and check low, relax yourself and let the sugar low. Yeah, keep you. Right. Can't blow up, and you can't blow up. Can't blow why, can't blow why, can't blow why, can't blow why, 
Can't blow up. Cleopatra in the casino. Hey, this is Shonda, and you're listening to Cinco Summer Let's get down to business. Hoe out some Dennis crisis. Get on the jack and tell him they're still finished. Christ to the Jesus. The genius came back as a phoenix. Night like, yo, Gene, I got some heat. Well, I've got some lines to turn grown men back into the fetus position with their penis pissing. Didn't mean to be the meanest thing. It just happened, you know. Like getting drunk and then you slip and you're cheating. Oh. It's been a crazy year. Brock back the door, knock his baby hair. One sleeve up like Slim Shady's gear. I'm writing with the phoenix babies. Work at the club, some Eileen Bruno. Minus the murder record, that's some highly unconcerned. You can find me Mount Turn like the smiley up on AOL. You're a fucking nerd. Fuck it, so. You fucked with it, though. The structure is slow. The seemingly haphazard, really exact patterns. Son, Gina, Dean, Travis, y'all is Jack. Fogging large, the fact of the matter that I'm in charge. That rapper, that's accurate, spectacular, fantastic shit. Sprung to less than uncontested, funky bitch. This is the fucking band. People turning their feet up and people clapping hands. My niggas keep talking, my ladies throw up their hands. Dance to the record, just dance to the record, girl. Won't step on the this is the fucking band. I need a private and sale asylum to grant asylum to me. It could be violent quickly if you want it with me, God forgive me. An honorary anonymous superstar. Follow by the very promise of Luke the super fall. The low road, but no going back. Not when you got a fucking logo in a promo rack. Signing records, taking pictures, you could know, know that. Gotta finish, gotta win, it's got as my witness, I'm in. And y'all will have to jump me out of this bitch. I'm talking east siders, west siders, bloods and crips. Call them D-steps, at least three sets and clips. Then I'll reset until then, it's recess, bitch. So come on, uh. You won't step in, cause this is the fucking band. People turning their feet up and people clap their hands. My niggas keep dropping, my ladies throw up their hands. Dance to the record, just dance to the record, girl. You won't step in, cause this is the fucking band. People turning their feet up and people just clap their hands. My niggas keep dropping, my ladies throw up their hands.